Hey y'all, Tanisa here, aka your girl Kalari Gamer Check. I just want to make the re-announcement. I had already tweeted it out to you earlier that I and Amber Diva, aka Tony Brown, aka the Custom Pundit, will be working on Kamala Cast. Now, if you're hearing this and you're excited, great. I'm glad you're excited. If you're hearing this and you're going, why do we need a Kamala Cast? I'm glad you asked that. I'm really excited to be helping push a platform that I believe in. And I said it on another Snatch and Edges cast, that this is a different campaign for so many of us. We fought hard for Hillary Clinton, but we weren't expecting all the constant negativity, and it blindsided a lot of us. We took a lot of nonsense in 2016, and that's why I said when I found a candidate for 2020, that I believed in, I was going to back them harder than ever. And I realized that backing Kamala is going to be a fight. This was not meant to be easy. Nothing worth it is going to be easy. Matter of fact, I'm hoping that is our sign-off, our mantra for this cast, that nothing worth fighting for is ever easy because it's not going to be an easy fight. We have got to fight past uh, misogynoir racism, white privilege, and the fact that people don't feel like women can lead this country. And we have to fight against the mentality, well, oh, black people are backing Joe Biden. And I want to talk about that real quick in this drop, about why black people, especially elder black people, because a lot of it is our elders, are being pragmatic and pulling heavy for uh, Joe Biden right now. It's not Joe Biden that they're pulling for. These men and women think that Joe Biden is a path back to Barack Obama, whether he becomes an advisor somehow, whether he somehow helps Joe Biden in his first four years. They are looking at this as Joe Biden is directly connected to Barack Obama. Another thing, and this is something that I've seen some people say, but I really want to drive it home, that black people, especially black voters, are pragmatic. And we watched you hand an election that should have been the easiest election for a very qualified, a very well-spoken, a woman with connections in all of our community, somebody who is way overly qualified for the job. You handed this election to a man who cannot read, cannot talk right, and who is a white supremacist, sexual predator. So excuse black voters if we cannot trust white people to make the proper decisions in 2020. Y'all showed us who you are. And we realize that if we cannot have the candidates that we want, the type of candidate that will reflect us better, we have to be pragmatic and take what we consider would be the best from that pool of mediocrity that we've got running right now. And I know some people hear me call it a pool of mediocrity are already getting up in their fields, but let's be real about this. The candidate that I'm backing had to be better. She couldn't just come being the small town mayor from a Midwest college town. She couldn't come running for president being a failed Senate run. She couldn't come and be a presidential, serious presidential contender, being a book writer of New Age chakras or some 
businessman from the Bernie Bro Brigade. She had to be up on her game. She had to be ready to win each time she's run for something. Now, you can't say that about your candidates. Even the ones with government experience did not face the hardships that Kamala Harris has faced just to fight and win. So when I say to you that, yes, that is a pool of mediocrity, y'all could take as much offense as you want over it, but you know deep down it's the truth. These are people who in 60, 70 years of their life have never branched out to any community besides their Midwest or whatever white roots they have. They don't see us until it's time to pander to us for our votes. They don't have a history with us. And y'all get mad when we point that out. You can't just come into the black community when you're running for president and expect us to believe you're going to do stuff for us. When you have absolutely no ties or when you have problematic ties. And that once again ties into Joe Biden. Because, yeah, he might have some black people backing him. I even have some people in my family that are all like, oh, yeah, he he was with Obama. He's got to be cool. Without really examining Joe's problematic history with black people, his pro-segregation, his anti-busing, just recently his gaffes on praising working with segregationists and saying he can work both ends and saying black people can't take care of our kids and need to play record players because our kids don't know work. Seriously, y'all, we are not vetting these candidates to be mean. We are taking the stuff they say out of their own dang mouths that you know the opposition is going to run with. And it's not my fault that your freaking candidate choice has these problems. Like calling Asian kids yellow. Like even singing such a song at an LGBT forum. Like promising thousands of dollars a month, but not telling people who need assistance that they've got to give up said assistance and realize that they are getting much lower than what they could be getting with their assistance. Like constantly stumbling and faltering with communities of color and blaming it on homophobia. Like defending somebody who was never called out as a Russian asset without first checking to see if that person's name was even said. Your favorites are problematic. And there's a reason why so many black people are over just rolling over. And we're out there talking to our elders who are out there still being pro-Biden. We're reminding them of 2007. And this is what I definitely wanted to bring up in this drop. Because back in 2007, we had a bit of an issue with a certain senator from Chicago. And I remember, clear as day, many of my relatives saying, I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton. I don't know that no name from Chicago. What, what's his name, Barack? What the, who's saying they ain't going to elect him? There's no way they're going to elect him. Even Kamala has a story about elders back then who were like, there's no way we're going to elect Barack Obama. People were wrong, y'all. People were whole ass wrong, but you talk to them today about it and they'll try to tell you oh no I was definitely for Obama no you weren't you were all no way he's getting voted for until he won Iowa and then it became yes we can and that's why I say this is why I'm backing Kamala Harris because so 
many people so early on in the primaries are ready to cancel her out. Like, this is the first tough race this woman has ever ran. She has run races in red districts where people told her, you ain't ready. And she, you know what she told them? Watch me. And she won. So we, as the K-Hive, have to be prepared to fight those battles in a proper way by highlighting her policies, by speaking about her agenda, by encouraging people who don't know right now to just look. Don't push it. And for the most part, I do not see K-Hive members being pushy. I will say early on, there were a few people that were a bit overzealous. A lot of friendly fire went on. But for the most part, we are spending most of our time debunking the lies against her. Watch her being called a cop, which we can turn right around. We got a criminal, so why not a cop to follow? We're watching the media erase her unless they're trying to tear her down. So we've got our work cut out for us. What I want to say in this drop today is guard your energy, folks. Especially my fellow K-Hive. Guard your energy. There are a lot of people out there with ill intentions. They have already formed their camps, whether they're pro-Warren, Biden, Beto, Buttigieg, whatever. Whether they're the Yang Gang or the Tulsi, Tuchfalski, whatever Russian bot chorus they have for her. They have already formed their groups. And now all they want to do is jump into your mentions and talk about Kamala isn't polling well or I was for her but you guys are too mean or whatever sea lion tactics they are. And you can argue with them if you have the energy for it. But I don't think you should waste the energy on somebody like that. They get blocked for me because I'm not going to spend time that I could be highlighting the good that Kamala's doing arguing with somebody looking for a beef. Another thing is you're going to get a lot of curious people out there. And there are going to be some genuine curious people that want to know about her policies, want to know about her stances. I give those people one chance. One chance to ask me and say, I don't know where she stands. I will link her website or if it's a specific policy, because sometimes people go, well, I need to know where she stands on this. And if you go to her site and read it well enough, you can quote what her stance is on that. Give those people that one. I don't mind giving people one chance to find out something about her policies that they might not know. But what I won't do is give the people who say, well, I don't know about her policies. And then you link their website. Well, what is that supposed to do? I'm supposed to look this up. Why can't you tell me? Or even after you tell them policy, they try again to spin it around and making you do the work. Honey. I tell them all the time, I'm not Google, I am not Siri, I am not Alexa. I can go onto our website and read her policies, you can too. And if they won't do it, you know they're wasting your time. Mute, block, easy as that. I, some of you, it might be therapy to argue with these people. It might make you feel better during the day. They might be your punching bags. But to me, they're not worth the tax of energy that it takes to deal with people like this. So for me, personally, I'm not dealing with any more sea lions, with any more people who think it's okay to shift the topics and act obtuse and waste my time. 
we have a few months before things really start to pick up and go rolling. I don't want to see K-High people burnt out from these people who are just here to start trouble. They have no intention whatsoever of supporting Kamala. They are going to do everything they can to tear her down. If they can't tear her down with you, they're going to get you amped up so that they can get mad, get you mad, have you drag them, and then turn on their white woman tears, because most of them are middle-aged white women, if you haven't noticed, and act like you're a bully. And sadly for a lot of us, people believe that we're bullies. People really do believe that black people have an issue with white people, and that we are bullies, and we are um, just out to, to diss anybody who's not Kamala Harris. And when you give in to that anger that they poke at, and believe me, I, you, you can watch them poke at us. It, it's, not, it's, it's insidious at this point how they jump into mentions. We're not, we don't look for them. I don't see black women views or uh, the professor or any of my Snatching Edges sisters, the Custom Pundit, Cuban Cutie, uh, Purple Rain. I don't see Carly or any of them going and seeking these cats out. But anytime we post something relevant, anytime we say something that people like, heaven forbid we say something that people like, these cats come out the woodwork trying to start shit every freaking time. It's, you know, it never fails. They look for us. And you can either feed them and give them the life they want by arguing with them. Or you can tell them that they are not going to zap your energy. Go stand for your weak-ass, mediocre candidate elsewhere. Thank you. Bye-bye. And this is why I am so excited about having the podcast. Because, yeah, we'll probably get some of those sea lions calling. But we're going to assemble a team of people who are eloquent, people who are passionate about stating Kamala's records, stating her policy, stating her agenda, highlighting when she does interviews, talking about her campaign trail because we can't rely on the media to do this. We've already seen that for them, her campaign's over, even though she's doing way better than a lot of their faves, even though she has way more community roots than a lot of their faves, none of the racist problematic history of a lot of their faves. We have a fight ahead of us, y'all. And we have to be prepared. And a lot of that is self-care. A lot of that is knowing when to pick a battle. A lot of that is knowing when to walk away from somebody who's just trying to tax your energy. And a lot of that is just knowing that no matter what anybody says, if you believe that she can win this, she'll do it. You have to be ready for everything. We have faced this before. It's a bit worse because there's racism along with misogyny or misogynoir, as we call it. But it's nothing new to us. We faced it with Hillary, and it should have battle-hardened a lot of you. So I'm going to wrap this up because I could go on for hours, but I want to save a lot of my really good material for the Kamala cast. I am so excited to be doing this. 
I cannot wait to put this up so y'all can hear it. But it is almost 1 a.m. My butt should be taking my meds and going to bed. I was just too excited about this Kamala cast to just go to bed. I'm going to put this up on my old um, account. And we'll probably transfer it over to the Snatching Edges podcast later on. I, I want to make sure that it's okay to put this up on the Ablaze site. I probably could, but, you know, protocol. But I'm going to put this up on my personal Social Weird Nightmare podcast site. And I just wanted to reach out to all of you who are interested. Those of you who want to co-host, please hit us up. Um, you can hit me up in DMs. You can hit Tony up. On, on Twitter, we are really interested in people who want to do this. It's going to be a once-a-week thing. We want serious people only. We know life happens. So if you can't be all the time, at least, you know, apply for a part-time position. Because sometimes I can't be a part of things. You know, I've got a lot going on here, too. But I plan to be a major host of this. You know, if you want to just be a guest or if you just want to be a cheerleader, listener, letting people know, hey, I listen to this podcast. We need you all. So keep uh, tuning in. I am really looking forward to launching this Kamala cast. I'm really looking forward to launching her platform and discussing her run. And I really look forward to talking to some of you, all of you who want to talk about politics we have to keep this conversation going it is so important and just remember the mantra nothing worth fighting for is easy it's not going to be easy road y'all but we can do it together i'm tanisa walker aka kalari gamer chick and i will be talking to you again soon